Hey guys, welcome back. This is going to be the October recap and I had a few good credit card deals that I did for this month and also a decent amount of buying group spend with the Prime Day. But before I get started, I just want to say how grateful I am for all the people who signed up for my Patreon. You know, that really does mean a lot and it makes me a lot more excited to put out more content. I do want to apologize. There was some information on the Patreon that had to be removed and I'm really sorry about the bait and switch there for all the people who went there expecting to see that content. This kind of bait and switch is something that I really don't like to see from other people so I'm really sorry about that and I also kind of want to reiterate that making money is not really the point here I'm really just trying to create a community pretty soon I think I would like to add like a slack or a discord to the patreon and also was thinking about hosting a meetup I think Portland is definitely due for a churning meetup and if I do decide to do that everyone will be invited you don't have to be part of the patreon and also of course like you don't have to be part of the patreon to send me a message at any time i am really happy to hear from you and will always try to respond to everyone so yeah it's not really about the money like if i wanted to make money i think you can look at a lot of other blogs and see how that can be done like all i need to do is earn like one or two chase ink referrals and that would already be more than an entire month of patreon revenue Okay, so let's get into the monthly recap. And the first thing that I did for this month was for buying groups. And that was actually on the last day of September. And it was another sale for the Amazon devices. So actually, I did send out a deal alert for this. So hopefully you guys got that and jumped on it if you're interested. So I chose to apply my learnings from the last deal and I was just trying to focus on the staples fire sticks and also the Coles cash because those are what worked really well for me last time. But I did have one problem and that was that I was going to be in Hawaii like for the next few days when all the items would have arrived to my house. So I actually decided to enlist my brother and I just sent all the fire sticks to his house. And if you don't remember from the last time I talked about this, this was in the July recap I think, I was able to get 105 fire sticks from Staples and they actually all arrived at my house at the same time, which was nice. So for this promotion, I wanted to kind of test their limits and I actually ordered 200 fire sticks this time but after like the 175th fire stick was when the order started getting canceled and then a few days after placing the order i had another 50 or so of them get canceled as well but for those they said that they were just out of stock and what was kind of annoying actually was that they didn't send all the fire sticks all at once they sent 20 per day over the course of like five days and for this one you could only order two per box whereas last time you could order three per box so it was actually kind of annoying this time and also there's one order or maybe two or three orders where they only sent one of the two fire sticks and then they sent the second fire stick in another package like a few days later so i think staples was really having some stock issues with this one and I really don't know why it was like this this time, but not the last time. And I actually still have seven orders of two fire sticks that are just in limbo because they're out of stock, but they haven't canceled my order and refunded me yet. 
So for these, I will just have to go one by one and call their customer support to get them refunded unless somehow they come back in stock. So yeah, anyway, in this sale, I was able to get 112 fire sticks, but it was a bit more annoying this time. I think if I knew it would have been like this, I might not have done it. And the commission was also lower this time. It was only $2.5 per fire stick instead of $3 per fire stick like it was last time. So yeah, I guess I wasn't really too happy with how it went down for the fire sticks this time. If anyone else had ordered a hundred fire sticks or more, let me know. I'm kind of curious if anyone else is doing this. And so on to the next thing, and that was the Kohl's cash. And this was almost a complete failure. I just had all of my orders canceled except for one. And that one was only for four of the Echo shows. So I only earned like $15 with the Kohl's cash. And then I didn't really even try to redeem the Kohl's cash. I was just kind of done at that point. It's not really worth it for me. Things just get more and more complicated the more different products that you order. And then you need to package everything up in the boxes and weigh them and everything and request the label. It's a lot easier to have 100 fire sticks than 5 of 20 different products all coming from different retailers. And that's kind of why I stayed away from any of the other retailers for Ship to Home. So that was Staples and Kohl's, and then, of course, these devices were actually on sale on Amazon as well for this time. So that was great because whenever you order from Amazon, of course, you can ship directly to the buying group, and then also you get to earn that top cash back, which is 8%. But the thing with Amazon devices ordered from Amazon is there is a yearly quota for each Amazon device per account. So one of my accounts had already reached that just from other deals earlier this year. I don't really remember when, but I did have two accounts that were able to order most all the stuff. And then for Prime Day, there was a few good Amazon deals. The iPad 9 was on sale for $249. And then the AirPods Pro were on sale for $189. So that's $10 off what they normally are. And those were on sale for both the USB-C version and the Lightning version. Then there's a few MacBook and Apple Watch deals that were on sale as well. So I was able to put a lot of spend into those. I did mention that my new Chase Prime card only has a 20k limit, so that is kind of annoying and it can be kind of hard to cycle because the credit limit doesn't reset very quickly after you pay it off. So I was only really able to get about 45k in spend with Amazon this month. But I did also do a couple of other deals. One is the Canon deal from PointsMaker. Occasionally they send out these deals for buying stuff from Canon and they always ask you to ship to home. And they add a decent commission. I think that's supposed to cover the sales tax. But if you're in a sales tax free state, then you don't have to pay that. So that's all just like extra commission for you. And I always try to do those deals when they come around. I always just do one order to my home address because I'm not really sure how sensitive they are. I don't really want to burn my address, so I try not to be too greedy there. And then I did talk in the last episode about how I was trying to get back in the game with Walmart and Best Buy. I still don't know if I'm going to try to attempt Best Buy again, but 
I did try to go for Walmart for a few things this month. I actually realized that I had a few dormant accounts that were still sort of seasoned so they could order stuff to my home address. So when I got a ping from the buying group that the AirPods Pro were on sale at Walmart, I went ahead and tried to order some. I noticed that the max quantity was 12. So I thought, you know, that's a pretty good deal. They are paying $1 above cost for those. So I put in an order for 12 to see what happens. I would say though, don't do as I do. I have heard that Walmart tends to miscount the number of items that they put in the box. And your only recourse when they do that is to charge back from your credit card. So if you're willing to take that risk, go for it. But I think for some people, if you're just ordering like so many AirPods and if you end up having to do multiple chargebacks, that might be a bit more difficult. And if you're shipping items directly to the buying group warehouse, they do have a special clause that says that for any kind of miscount for Walmart, they will not credit you for any missing item case. So in my case, I just wanted to do one order to see what happens. And it turned out that I did get all 12 of my AirPods in that box. I also tried to order some Apple Watches directly to the buying group and I actually used a similar address as some packages that I saw at their warehouse from doing some snooping as I was waiting in line to get my stuff scanned in. So I'm not sure if it was because my account wasn't seasoned enough or if those address hacks are actually not working anymore. So yeah, that was a bit of a failure. I think I will maybe keep trying, we'll see. There's just a lot of other things that I could be doing with my time that I know will make money. So the totals for this month for buying groups, the spend was $49,496 and I ended up with a $2,640 profit when you add together the 5% cash back and any commissions and top cash back that was earned. So moving on to gift cards, and the only deal that I did for this month was the Staples gift card sale. This was the one where I was saying that I should have sent out a deal alert, but I didn't because none of the public brokers had published their rates at the time that the deal had dropped. So anyway, with this deal, I think I have figured out the limits at staples.com and for a seasoned account, and it doesn't really need to be that seasoned, maybe you've just ordered like one or two items, you can order up to 48 cards for each brand. And then for new accounts, you can order up to nine cards per brand. And in this case, there were two different brands and the denominations were $50 for each brand. And I'm pretty sure that Staples doesn't do any sort of account linking or anything. You can just open a new account with the same IP, same billing address, same credit card and everything. And they won't tie that with the account that you've already hit the quantity limit on. So in my case, I actually had a few different season accounts from all the Fire Stick stuff that I'd done. But I only needed to use two of them because I ran out of credit limit with my chasing cash cards. I had already used up a decent chunk of that limit from other office supply stores. So if I didn't have that limit, I probably would have bought more. 
So in total, I ended up with 72 cards from each brand. And this ended up being quite a lot of work actually to copy and paste all of the codes to my spreadsheet. And Align Incentives, they were accepting the Darden online exchange gift card just by itself. But for the other one, they wanted me to convert each of them to Macy's. And this just added even more work. And especially because once you do like 20 gift cards, you have to change the email that you use to convert the gift card. And after you get through 50 or 60 of them, they start throttling your IP so that you have to start doing these CAPTCHAs, which just keep getting harder and harder. Between the ordering and the copy and pasting of the gift card code and the online exchange, it probably took me about two hours to process all of these gift cards and input them into the Lion Senate portal. So I think I probably got enough actually. I didn't want to get too over my head. So it was $7,000 worth of gift cards, but only $6,000 worth of spend because it was 15% off for each gift card. And then I was getting 5x Ultima Rewards points with my Chasing Cash cards. And I valued those at 1.25 cents per point. So the math worked out to $375 profit for this deal. So that's it for buying groups and gift cards for this month. I also wanted to give an update on the iPhones. I did say that I had a few orders that were in the pipeline and I kind of got unfortunate here because I had four of my orders, so eight iPhones that shipped and right after they shipped, all of the buying groups stopped accepting that color. It was the blue iPhone Pro Max 256 GB. So I actually sold one of these on Swappa and then the other seven I sent back to Apple and I have gotten my refund. So that was kind of an L there because it was some work, you know, to order the phones and then have to return them back to Apple. But at least I got my refunds pretty easily. As I said before, this was my first time doing iPhones, but I have heard from the buying group and they said that this was actually the worst year for reselling iPhones. I'm hoping that next year will be better. I heard that last year was really good. And by the way, I mentioned that I sold one of the phones on Swappa. And I think Swappa is actually a pretty good platform for selling stuff like that. It is only a $70 fee for selling a $1,200 iPhone, so it is considerably cheaper than eBay. And I do have one story about Swappa that I think I should share. I was selling some Nintendo Switches on there that I had bought from Dell because I had some business platinum credits expiring and I just needed something to resell. And one of the ones that I sold, they came back two months later and told me that the buyer was doing a chargeback. And when I got the email from PayPal, my heart immediately sank because I heard that the seller just always loses in these. So it turns out what happened was that it was a stolen credit card that was used to buy this Nintendo Switch. And so whoever was the actual card holder had done a chargeback because it wasn't them. And on PayPal, there was this uh, opportunity to respond to the dispute. And I just uploaded my tracking number and said like, yeah, I shipped this Nintendo Switch to this person. And a few weeks later, PayPal got back to me saying that, yeah, well, we lost the dispute with the bank because of the fraud, but we're not gonna take away your money because this falls under our seller protection. 
So I was surprised by that. I really thought that I was out the $250. So I'm sure there are still ways that you can get scammed on Swappa, but it does give me a little bit more faith with selling on their platform. Okay, so moving on to banks. And yeah, there is a bank category for this month. Normally I don't do a lot of bank bonuses, but I was eligible for the Chase Checking Plus Savings combo for $900. I've done this a few times before. I think you're eligible every two years or something. For the savings account, you need to deposit $15,000 and hold that for 90 days. And then for the checking account, you just need to make one direct deposit. And I will be using elements for that. And then when you're calculating your overall return, you do need to be factoring in the opportunity cost of that $15,000 because it's not earning any interest in the Chase Savings account. So it would need to be at least the risk-free rate, which is about 5% right now. So for three months, that would work out to $187. So subtract that from the $900 and you have $713 for this bonus. Then I did one other bonus, and that was the Bank of America deposit $30,000 into their business checking account and earn $1,000. I think this is technically targeted. I was targeted. I saw the offer in my Bank of America online account, but I think probably you would still get the bonus even if you weren't targeted. So this deal is actually not really that great. You know, deposit $30,000 to get 1000 And again, you have to hold that for 90 days. The main reason that I'm doing this is just to get more deposits with Bank of America in the hopes that they will approve me for more of their business credit cards. So yeah, I'm not really sure how to calculate the opportunity cost on this one because normally I wouldn't have a $45,000 cash allocation. A decent amount of this would be in the stock market, which is earning more than 5% theoretically. But I think for simplicity, I will just keep using that 5% and the opportunity cost there would be $375. So that would mean $625 net from this bonus. Okay, so moving on to credit cards. And for this month, I put in a bunch of applications for US Bank. We applied for the Leverage and the Altitude Connect for three different businesses. So that was a total of six applications. I applied with my sole proprietorship and then two different LLCs for each of these cards, but I actually only ended up getting approved for two of the cards. And I think that the algorithm just didn't like how many hard pulls I had gotten recently. And that was the fault of Bank of America. You can listen to last month's monthly recap about how I got three hard pulls to get approved for two cards. And I also recently got that Chase Prime Visa card, which is a personal card, so that also counted against me. So yeah, I got one Leverage and one Altitude Connect. But then when I got the Altitude Connect card in the mail and tried to activate it, it wouldn't activate. And I also thought it was kind of odd that this card was not showing up in my online account. Normally when I get approved for cards from US Bank, they show up in my account immediately. So I called the bank and asked them what was going on and they told me that this card had actually been closed. 
and they told me to contact the customer authentication department to get the reason why. So I did do that, and they told me that they didn't like how I had just closed this exact same card with the exact same business two weeks ago. So yeah, apparently someone has caught on to my churning, and I think I probably should have applied for a different card. There is also the, I think it's the triple cash that's earned $500 for spending $5,000. I think I probably should have applied for that one instead. This is kind of a strange data point. I've never heard this happen to anyone before where they got approved for a card and then while the card is in the mail, they cancel it. So I doubt that this is a common trend. I mean, I did get approved for my leverage card. We'll see if that one also gets canceled in transit, but it is still alive as of now. But yeah, so I would recommend maybe waiting a little bit longer in between closing your account and applying for a new one, or maybe just apply for different products with different businesses. So yeah, all I got for US Bank for this month was spend $7,500 and earn $750. And I should mention again that US Bank does combine hard pools for all applications that are in the same day. So that's why I applied for so many cards. My last iteration of this, I was able to get approved for four cards, and those were all the cards that I had applied for on that day. And each of them had a high credit limit, so I probably could have gotten more. It never hurts to be putting in more applications if they're all going to be combined under the same hard pull. Just don't apply for the same card with the same business because that will get denied for being a duplicate. So US Bank was a bit of a disappointment for me for this month, but that was made up for by these other offers, and those were the Amex 99X employee card offers. So this is my first time doing these, and I've always heard about them, like how great they are, you can do them 99 times, but I was always thinking, I don't know, that's just a lot of spend that I have to do. But I think I'm at the point now where I'm ready for it. I can meet that spend. I've already exhausted all the other sign-up bonuses that were giving better returns. So yeah, if you don't already know about these 99X employee card offers, they're available by call-in, and you just call in to ask if you are targeted for any employee card offers on your business cards, and the offers that are currently available are $50 for spending $1,000. That is available on some of the Amex co-brand business cards, and then there is an offer for earning 15,000 membership rewards points for spending $4,000, and this is available on the Business Gold, Business Green, Business Platinum, and the Business Blue Plus. So a lot of people might be listening to this and think that those are not good offers but again the reason why these are good is that you can do them 99 times for each account that you're targeted on so if you can ms a decent amount even if you're paying like a three percent fee for your ms you are still earning quite a bit of money off of these and yeah after several years of churning this is my first time signing up for these you know i haven't really gotten to this point where i could do so much ms until now really so the offers that I got were on my Hilton business card, the $50 for spending $1,000 up to 99 times. And then I also got this on my business blue plus the 15,000 membership rewards points for spending $4,000. 
So remember too that the Hilton business card, you earn that free night certificate when you hit $15,000 in spend in a calendar year, and then also when you hit $60,000 in spend. So I got this card earlier this year and I've already spent $4,000 to hit the sign up bonus. So I'm going to put another $56,000 in spend for this calendar year. And then next year, I'll probably just go for the bonus on the remaining 43 cards and not try to hit that 60K threshold. I don't think it's worth spending an additional 17K just for another free night, but we'll see how I'm feeling at that point. Right now, the market is pretty decent for Hilton Freenet certificates because they're uncapped and you can usually sell them for about $275 right now. And then for the BBP, I actually already had 10 employee cards from something else. I can't remember why. So I only got 89 employee cards because you can only get up to the cap when you call in. And the BBP, it only gives you 2x for the first 50k in purchases in a calendar year. So I've already spent 15k this year to get that signup bonus. So to reach the cap, I would only need to spend another 35k, which would only be 9 of these cards at 4k each. Then next year, I'll have another 50k cap for getting the 2x, but I'll have 80 cards left. So that would be an additional 320k, but I would only be getting 2x on the first 50k. So I'm not sure if I would actually do that other 270k that would only be earning 1x. It might still make sense to do that depending on where I'm at next year, but if you're only earning 1x on the purchases and then the bonus works out to 3.75x, that's a total of 4.75x, so I'm not really sure if that's worth it or not, we'll see. So yeah, what I'm going to count this month is just the 56 cards that I'm doing for Hilton. So that's just spend $56,000. And then if you combine the $50 per card plus $275 per free night certificate times two, that's $3,350 for this year for the Hilton offer. And then for the BBP offer, I am just going to be doing the nine cards and getting 15,000 membership reward points each. And I value those at 1.2. So that is $1,620. So that's what I'm going to count for this month. And then we'll just revisit the rest of the employee cards for next year. Then I just have one more card that I got for this month. And that was just getting another Business Blue Plus card. And the offer for that was spend $15,000 and get 75,000 membership rewards points. And then I was able to stack this with an online employee card offer that was spend $1,000 and get a $50 statement credit up to five times. So that was $250 and combine that with the 75,000 points times 1.2. That's a total of $1,150 for this card. And it is also worth mentioning that this card came with a 0% APR offer for 12 months and I had a 10k credit limit on it. So assuming that I keep it maxed, then if you again use the risk-free rate of 5%, then that would be another $500 for this card. 
but I don't think I'll have it maxed the entire time, so let's just say $400. Okay, so tallying up all the profits for this month, like I said, I had $2,640 from buying groups and then $375 from gift card reselling, so that was a total of $3,015 from the gift card and buying group activities. That's actually a pretty decent amount. I didn't realize it was that much because I did have a few different disappointments for this month. You know, the fire sticks didn't work out as planned and my Amazon credit card, the credit limit didn't update fast enough and most of my Walmart stuff got canceled and I had to return all the iPhones and I didn't have enough credit limit for my chasing cash cards when the Staples gift card sale dropped. So yeah, I should be a bit more grateful about the stuff that did work out instead of trying to keep pushing things further. I feel like there's always more opportunities to scale things up, but it is good every once in a while to look back and be satisfied with the things that you have accomplished. Then for banks, I just had the Chase 900 and the Bank of America 1000, and then subtracting the opportunity cost for those, it's a total of $1,338. Then tallying up the profit from the credit cards, I had the one new Business Blue Plus application, and then I had one new US Bank card, and then the Hilton employee card bonuses and the BBP employee card bonuses, and that was a total of $7,200. $270. Then tallying up all of the profit from those three categories, it brings us to the grand total of $11,623 for the month of October. So yeah, it was a pretty great month for me, I'd say. It definitely had its ups and downs. And looking forward to November, I'm actually going on vacation for the last two weeks of November, so I'll be out for Black Friday, which I think is fine. You know, a lot of the deals are kind of spread out through the entire quarter, and on that specific day of Black Friday, it's usually not really that much better. I want to get the 15k for spending $4,000 on my business gold because that could stack with the 4x, but sadly I wasn't targeted yet. And then another thing I'm going to try doing in November is to start gaming the MX offers. It's something that I've been seeing people doing on the private forums and I think they could be a good opportunity, but I will be trying to keep that information private since it is somewhat sensitive. So yeah, that's all I got for today and as usual, feel free to send me an email or a DM and I'll be happy to get back to you. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys next time.